What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Fifth and Sweat. Welcome back. Today, we are going to be looking at the perspective of uh, from an Asian, from the Asian community, Asian woman, giving her views on the black community and how and the white supremacy has used them as a buffer between Americans and black Americans and Asian Americans and Asian immigrants. All right. Hey, I'm getting this video from uh, Philip Skies, a journalist. Okay. His, his actual and YouTube accounts is called the Black uh, Congregation. Go ahead and give him a shout out. Government like and follow him. He's doing some real good stuff. I really like his content. And I'm actually using two of his videos today to react to. And so go ahead and give him a like, give him a share, follow him, donate it, everything with that. Okay, without further ado, let's get it. I think the quick answer is that Asian Americans are given white privilege, especially the Asian Americans. So the question is, can you please tell me why Asian people hate black people so much? Americans who fit the model minority stereotype. The quid pro quo for receiving that privilege is upholding white supremacy culture, which means being anti-black. Yep. I was talking with somebody last night who was pointing out that the Civil Rights Amendment was passed in 1964. Mm -hmm. um, but also in the 1960s, the United States opened the door to Asian immigration. So now you have an influx of racial minorities who knew nothing about the history of white violence against black people knew nothing about the black civil rights movement. Um, so they arrived. I'm not so, I'm not really so sure that it knew nothing about black struggle. I'm not so sure that knew nothing about the civil rights movement. This was a global issue. Okay. Uh, if they came from any city, metropolitan area in Asia, they definitely knew about it. Okay, because they get newspaper, they had the TV, they had the news. Okay, the civil rights movement was a global phenomenon, you know, and it was not the first time people, black people, color people were fighting for equality because South African apartheid protest was going on. So it was not like the first time that you heard about this, but it was, this is a nice convenient uh, excuse for her people. Let's keep going with civil rights not understanding how that came to be um and also it effectively um erased the united states own anti-asian um history because people asian americans came in not necessarily knowing about the chinese exclusion act or the internment of japanese americans in the united states during world war ii um and I think that Asian Americans are used as a buffer um, between the black community and the white community because in the 1960s, um, there was almost a racial reckoning. Um, the white power structure almost had to face accountability for the history of violence um, against black people. Um, but instead, Asian Americans were inserted um, and were pit against each other so that we're always up against each other um, and that basically like white supremacy escapes accountability. And the example that I think of, um, that sort of started like the root of a lot of tension is Asian Americans were buying into the negative 
um, media stereotypes of black people. Yeah, I'm not so sure they were buying into the negative or they were accepting the negative. All right, because even Asian people in Asian country have this negative stereotype of black people. And most of them never came here. You know, now they came here. It wasn't they were buying. They were not acting on that negative stereotype that they perceive or they receive through the media from back where they came from. When they came here, it's their confirmation bias. Now they decided to confirm what they see. We've already preconceived. We're already having to preconceive uh, our, our negative thoughts. You know, it's hard to accept people doing the right thing to see the good in people when you already assume they are bad. Okay, they came here already guarded. They came here already physically, physically guarded against black people. They came here mentally, emotionally aggressive towards black people. So anything that they see was proving them right. If it's bad, it's, it was proving our negative stereotype. You know, they were confirming what they already believe. So they weren't buy into the stereotype. They were just confirming once they got here. You know, and since uh, the white supremacy, the white system, was giving them a pass, you know, were giving them a pass. Uh, they weren't liked anymore. They weren't loved anymore. Okay, they were hated just the same, but they were giving them a pass because the focus was not on them. The focus was on black people. And some Asian people was not fighting for rights. The word used as a buffer. Now what you have now, you pay two struggling people against each other. Now they can fight and you can just stand by and watch. You know, so they already knew. And then in the events that led up to what became known as the L.A. riots, um, the LAPD kettled protests away from wealthy white neighborhoods and into Koreatown. Um, and then and then they left. Of course they did. Um, and we know how that played out. Um, yeah, the police left. They drive the protest, they drive the destruction, the death and destruction away from white people. They gather to your doorstep, and now they get to kill two birds with one stone. You know, Asian people get stuff destroyed, black people get killed by the Asian protecting Asian Koreans protecting their businesses. You get to destroy a minority group community. You also get to destroy another community group. You have burning, destruction, and death on both sides, even though they didn't start any of it, there was not the cause of it, the both lost. And the only winners is the white people, the white institution, the white system. You know, funny how nobody remembers back then is that what was going on, you know? Um, so again, the two communities being pitted against each other um, and away from the white power structure. Um, and obviously the model minority myth is used to oppress the black community. And, um, there's so much here. I like, I well, the model minority, uh, myth, it's not only used to oppress the black community. It is used to elevate Asian community. It is used to, you know, put Asian community in a different position. And I don't see no protest from Asian people. I don't see nobody getting angry about that. You know, Asian minority trying to get a come up 
when they were giving a hand out, they were giving a helping hand, you know, although those hands they were getting help with, the hand I was reaching out was standing on the backs of black people. Asian people never actually asked, why, why are you giving us all this hand out, all this help, while your own people, your black citizens, are getting nothing, you know? It make it hard to think, you know. But it's also understandable when you're struggling, you come here for a better life to get to the American dream, and the power structure, the power to be the those in power, the white people in power are going to reach out and give you a hand out. Well, I don't know many people that wouldn't take it. Okay, but they were very much aware that that hand out was not the same. They were not offering that the black people were offering it to them. You know, and the narrative of the Asian community was completely chosen for them. There was no evidence prior to the in the 1960s that Asian people were somehow smarter or better or do or should be chosen over black people because before then, you know, they had the Asian exclusion out of which pretty much banned them. They had the all the, the negative stereotype of Asian people becoming and drug addicted opium lovers, you know. And they did work on the on the railroads, you know, and there, so there was a lot of negative stereotype of Asian people. But what I mean, if you're gonna go ahead and destroy the black community, you're gonna enlist some help, and the Asian community were used, and they have been benefiting from that since. I will be getting more into it, but I feel like that's the quickest answer that I can give that gets. A little bit into the history and i'm really curious to know what the black community and asian americans feel about this um but please be patient with me thank you so there you have it that's her view that's what she think you know but for me what i see is this the asian community saw an opportunity to come up saw an opportunity to be better than the rest of the the minority community, you know, they took the opportunity to run and they did great with it. Okay, they changed the perspective of what Asian people are. They have some as a, as a minority group in America. It's the standard. It's the model. You know, white people don't got a problem with their children dating Asian people. Hell, even black people don't have a problem, you know, with Asian people dating their family or their family dating Asian people, okay? But that hatred, that animosity between the two communities, well, that is still felt, okay? Very, 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 very much so. Asian people have a certain level of hatred towards Black people, okay, and towards the community. But they are also used to gentrify this community. So Asian people come here and they take risk in the black community. You see, they go into black community. They go into, sometimes they go into poor, underdeveloped community, rife with gang violence, you know, and they take up stake. So they get to meet the worst part of the community. And they again, they reinforce the negative stereotype of black people. Okay. And they go ahead and they send that back to China, back to Korea, back to everywhere they came from. Okay. They don't need to come here to have a negative stereotype. 
okay? America has done an excellent job exporting white supremacists and racist and anti-black, anti-black and, and, and action towards, anti-black perception and behavior towards black people across the world. One of the best exports. You go to China and you get treated the same. That crap. Be seen as less than, even though they have never met a black person. But the perception through the media, through the news, through the media, through the film, it's universal now. It's a global perception, you know. And 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 the fact that you said they didn't know, it's a, they know. Okay, and especially right now in 2023, Asian community have no excuses. But I don't see them helping. You know, it's truly it's truly bizarre. It's truly crazy to think. You know, the saying is right. There are no allies. Black Americans have no allies. You know, every other minority group come here, they get a hand out, they get a helping hand, they get a reach out. And when they do, none of them look underneath the feet of the power structure that giving them the hand out. Okay, when they finally come up, they turn around and turn their nose down at black people. But many of those black people never got the same help. You know, they don't get the same help from our government that the government gave to immigrants. You know, and it's interesting to say, but again, it is a step forward for her to speak up, for her to speak out, for her to continue to start. I can see where she's starting to understand a little bit more. Maybe now she's consciously making decisions to research and to look at different things. So that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Please go ahead and like this video. Subscribe to my channel. Subscribe to his channel. You know, uh, that is called the Black Congregation. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to your channel and my channel. I really appreciate the likes. I really appreciate the share and the subscription. Thank you so much, everybody, for spending time with me. Remember to live a grateful life. 2023 is our year. We're going to be great. Be grateful. I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye now.